0: quick little podcast to brighten up your Tuesday afternoon it's time to go shopping you're in the doghouse everybody it is Tuesday it's time to hit them waiver wires for our seasonal leagues is your boy D Roy at Roy dog underscore 13 ROI underscore 1 three on Twitter uh, let's get going here I gotta get ready for work today so <clears throat> and I did get everything fixed with the spreadsheet so we are good to go this week Um we're going to go position by position. We're going to take a look at uh, quarterbacks and work our way to the defenses um, <clears throat> and uh, see what we've got going on here. Uh, quarterbacks definitely, you know, focus a little bit more on um, Superflex and two QB leagues, the guys that we want to look at. You probably you may still have uh, Jacoby Brissett. On there, he is definitely worth an add. He's probably, you know, quarterbacks in those types of leagues go a little bit higher. So you're looking at probably like a 20% pay up, uh, especially for a guy like Jacoby Percet. Andy Dalton, I kind of have some love uh, for, but I wouldn't spend a whole heck of a lot on him. He's probably more towards your like $10 level uh, or let's deal in percentages. So 20% for a set and 10% for Dalton. Um, not looking at Joe Flacco or Marcus Mariota. Uh, if somebody has dropped pay attention, somebody may have may drop Mitchell Trubisky this week uh, because they're stupid. Uh, if you can pick him up on waivers, go get him uh, for at least 15%. If not, uh, wait for the waiver wire period to uh, go through and see if somebody has dropped him and go pick him up right away. You're going to want him on your team. Uh, Gardner Minshew, Minshew, whatever the hell this dude's name is. He's from Washington State. Uh, six-round pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's worth 10% of a pickup. Now, vary your waiver wire spending of your fat budget on them just because they say 10%, you may want to go a dollar or two more just to make sure that you uh, do have them and you're not going to get screwed um, in your bidding process. Uh, Brissette is definitely the guy that you really, really want. The guys that are left there, you'd be looking at Brissette, maybe Dalton. Um, Minshew would be the last priority. Brissette's the guy that you really, really want. Uh, Out of the guys that should be there for your super flex and your 2QB. Malcolm Brown, I said I'd spend 20%, if not 25%, depending upon how you are at running back. If you're real short at running back, you're going to need to spend up to go get him. Uh, Looks like he will take some of the goal line work away. Makes for an interesting flex play. Uh, I don't think there was really too much. Uh, Raheem Mostert. Uh, I'd really only be interested in if you are a Breeda or definitely a Tevin Coleman owner. He'd be a 10% percent uh, pickup up guy. Uh, is not going to take the full workload, so Mostert will fit in there. And uh, definitely somebody that you want to get in there. Uh, keep a lot of people that dropped Adrian Peterson just before the game started on Sunday, which was stupid. Um, just because he was inactive, he's still the direct backup for Darius Geis, who will be out for what is apparently going to be about four weeks. So that gives us four weeks to work with a guy who can fit into our flex. Um, I have him on my team with on the one roster that I had, Darius Geis, so I'm good there. Uh, hopefully... Finds you guys being the same. Uh, Chris Thompson's also worth an ad. You could probably get him for less than AP. You could probably get him for five percent on theirs. People generally overlook the third down running back, but with Adrian Peterson and them probably going to be playing from behind. Um, Definitely worth a look. Oh, let's see here. Wide receivers, we have. Entry to uh, Devin Funchess, he's going to be out for a while. Um, there's not really anybody that i want to pick up out of Indianapolis. Maybe Paris Co- uh, Campbell is uh, as kind of a speculation ad because he is the rookie with the higher upside. But not really somebody that I'm dying to go get on my roster. Uh, Sammy Watkins may be available on your waiver wires. Um uh, there was a couple of drafts where he went extremely low, like last last uh, round pickup. Uh, so certain drafts, he may not even be on anybody's roster. He's definitely worth a twenty to twenty-five percent add, uh, filling in for the injured uh, Tyreek Hill, who will be out about eight weeks. Um, so he beca- instantly becomes number one in on that offense, outside of you know, say Kelsey, for instance. Now. There's a lot of talk about the guys that will be with him. Uh, Demarcus Robinson is not being talked about. It's going to be Mecole Hardman. That's going to be the guy that everybody's talking about. He'll be in the slot uh, with Demarcus Robinson on the outside. Everybody's probably going to go after Mecole Hardman and try and capture that upside. I'm actually thinking of taking Demarcus Robinson... For quite a bit less, probably, you know, a buck or two, um, you know, 2 percent ad, as nobody's going to look at him whatsoever. Uh, Terry McLaurin, out of Washington, um, you could probably. I wouldn't spend a lot on him. I'd probably spend about five percent. He's not a real high priority for me. I don't know if the Case Keenum. Case Keaton's going to keep up what he's been doing, what he did in this last game. Um, But with McLaurin, and then you have Trey Quinn that's out of the slot, I'm not going to spend more than 5% on there. If Cole Beasley is sitting on your waiver wire, he's interesting. I'd probably spend about, you know, somewhere between 5 10% on him. Um, God, there's a lot of injuries this week. if you want to take a spec ad on DJ Chark, that's fine. Uh, he's, the reason why he blew up was because he's worked with Minshew in practice, so they'd have some good thing going there. Uh, he went four receptions for 146 yards and a tut. So if you want to go after DJ Chark, that's fine. Um, wouldn't spend more than 10% on him. Because um, we just don't know. There's not... There's not going to be a real high volume on there. Uh, the kid came in. There's no tape on him, so that's why he's had he had some success in that game. Let alone Kansas City's defense isn't all that terrific. Um, I expect them to get better, but not. You know they're going to have to get the players working together and get everything kind of tidied up. Um. So yeah, Sammy Watkins is definitely your your guy that you're going to want to add as uh, a high priority if he is available uh, this week. Tight end uh, I don't know how many people are really going to be in need of tight ends this week um, there's a there's a chance Hawkinson is on your waiver that'd be a guy that I want to pick up but I'm not going to spend more than 10% of the budget on there um Darren Waller is in there. Uh, he'd be worth a fifteen percent if you have uh, a really bad tight end in there. Um, you know, if you pay if you pay a lot for your your upper tight end, then I wouldn't. I would. I probably wouldn't go after him, but uh, uh, definitely. Darren Waller is in play there. Let's see here. I think that's about it. For tight ends. it's not really... Yeah, so Waller and Hawkinson. Um, Waller's going to be the guy that I would really target first before I target Hawkinson just because he, you know, they heavily involved him this week. Um, And I expect that to continue outside with Tyrell Williams, who actually may be on your... Uh, waiver wires and seasonal. Um, He would be the guy right underneath Sammy Watkins that you're going to want. That's the wide receiver one for the Raiders. Um, And it really looks like David Carr likes him. Uh, Yes, I was completely surprised by what Oakland did to Denver last night, um, which gives me high hopes that maybe this offense will be okay without Antonio Brown. Uh, Looking at defenses this week, Defenses that you may want to take a look at. Um, wow, somebody dropped Houston already. Yeah, Houston would be one to target. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna stay away from Indy, even though I do say that they have a really good run defense. But uh, uh, Carolina is somebody to target against Tampa Bay, although that game could get out of hand. Uh, Green Bay, only 7% owned on Yahoo. They may be somebody I might want to add. You might want to spec add them. Most of these, you know, if you pay a dollar, generally I won't worry about paying for a defense right off the gate. I'll let everything kind of go to free agency and see what happens there Uh, if I want to move on from my defense that I currently have. Um, but it's a dangerous game because you're spending money on your waiver wire, let alone if you drop them during free agency you might have a really good defense that just needs to get everything put together Um, so just be careful with it Uh, ask me um, if you have kind of a a mid-tier defense that maybe you want to move on from and we'll take a look in there Uh, don't buy into the San Francisco thing um That, to me, was a huge anomaly um, just based on the fact that Winston and that offense just looked like absolute dog shit. So, um, I'm not going to focus too much in there. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for the waiver wires. Um, So... Now we can kind of get into. I've been asked a couple of questions on, you know, guys to pick up versus, um, you know, kind of guys that people want to drop. Well you really need to re- what you really need to look at is that I, ca- I always call it rule one, two, three. Uh, never drop a player who will easily be scooped up. So. Um Oh, that's cool. Thanks, Ken. Um. You really need to you really need to focus on not only who you want to pick up, but who you're going to drop and whether or not it's worth the, worth the, the drop of the player. He might be dropping, trying to drop a handcuff, which is stupid. Um, but overall, you'd be looking at, okay, I'm not using this guy. I didn't use this guy this week, so he's worth a drop to pick up this guy. Well, is he? Is he really? Because just because a guy did perform well one week doesn't in might be worth to you, may be worth dropping doesn't mean that it's a smart decision. Um, You really have to take a look at your roster. Um, I've seen a couple of trades coming through where it's like, hey, I can trade this for this guy. Well, look at your balance of your team. Do you need to acquire this other wide receiver by, you know, depleting your running back core? We've already had a ton of injuries in here. So, you really need to focus on whether or not if somebody got hurt, are you covered? Because if you're not, and you go and rush and make a trade, you're going to end up just being screwed down the road. And then you're going to try and keep making another trade, and another trade, and another trade. And it keeps rolling on and on and on. You just end up in this cycle that you can never get on. And what happens? Your team your team gets worse and worse and worse because you just didn't stay the course. It's kind of like the people that want to make trades before the season's even started. And it's like, well, why the hell did you even select the player if you didn't really want him? Patience. Patience is a key. Maybe you are 0-1. Maybe you're 1-0. There's a real fine line between success and failure in the game. What you want to do is just keep remaining balanced, and your team will remain balanced. Make the smart decisions, and quit fucking overthinking it. Overthinking will push you out of the playoffs. Staying balanced, staying focused, staying even keeled, that will win you a championship. All right, everybody. That's all I got going on. Uh, One guy that I did forget to mention: uh, Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown. If he's on your waiver wires, he's worth te- he's worth ten percent, nothing more. Um, if you want to go fifteen, fine. Um, he's not some guy that you're just gonna you're gonna pick up and put in your roster every week. He's gonna be in he's gonna be a matchup guy. <clears throat> and with him blowing up against Miami, it certainly didn't help the Cots. You're probably not gonna get him. Somebody's gonna end up spending like 30 percent of their budget on him. We'll Let them. As a fail on their part. But that's it from me. Uh, hope you guys have a good rest of your Tuesday. If you need to get a hold of me, like I said, just get a hold of me on Twitter. In the full-time TFS Slack chat. Uh, at am RoyDog underscore 13. And, uh, yeah, working towards week two. Should have everything ready by Thursday morning. And, uh, yeah, have a good one, guys.